0: hi
1: hello there
0: you know what's funny is just as we were about to hit record here yeah i immediately heard the alvin and the chipmunks It doesn't have anything to do with this movie at all. I guess I'm just in the Christmas spirit.
1: You are in the Christmas spirit, and it's only November 19th. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of
0: those.
1: We're one of those because I already put up our Christmas trees.
0: That's right. I will say that we did it a little earlier than normal this year, but that is because we've been out of town some, and we just want to make sure that we have time to enjoy it because we got gypped on a lot of our fall time and decor.
1: Yes. Halloween in particular. Yes. We did not have them up for very long because of travel.
0: Yep. So So we're not
1: getting screwed this time.
0: That's right. We're soaking it up. That's right. And I mean, I just don't see anything wrong with doing something that brings you joy.
1: Right. Listen, we want to see the little lights twinkling.
0: (laughs) We do. But also, I am respectful of those that have the rule- They don't even listen to a Christmas song until, you know, after Thanksgiving. I used to be that way. Yes. But I think 2020 is what changed me because I was like, yeah, I need some extra serotonin. Let's get it pumping.
1: (laughs) Get those decorations out there.
0: That's right. But I try not to talk to anyone about it until it's officially time.
1: Yes, that's fair enough.
0: Except for those that I know are on the same page. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a safe space. It is. You can really let your Christmas flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> we also have some new exciting news.
1: It's our very own We Don't Want to Grow Up merchandise shop. Yay! So go check out we-don't-wanna-grow-up.myspreadshop.com or visit our link tree and just click on the link.
0: Yes. And you can find that link in our bio on our Instagram. So far, we only have three of our logos on just about any item you can think of.
1: Yes. So keep scrolling because we're kind of figuring out Spreadshop and how to best configure it. So if you just keep going, you know, to like page four or five, you'll see the next design. Yes. Okay. And just a bit of information, Spreadshop's like a print-on-demand service. So they handle all the shipping, all returns, and any questions or issues that you might have.
0: But we're excited. It's our first step in this little part of the journey that we've been wanting to do for a long time.
1: Yeah, more designs to come.
0: Yes, we appreciate your support. We do. I have one correction before we get into this movie. All right. Not really a correction, but in our Gremlins re-release and in the original, we were laughing and talking about how I was saying (laughs) that I remembered watching Snow White in the theater. Yes. And it was a big joke because Snow White came out in 19, 1937. <laughs> it's still funny. And and we were even discussing like, because you were saying you kind of feel like you saw it in the theater. And I was like, well, maybe it's a false memory because the gremlins are watching Snow White in a the theater in the movie. Right. But I looked it up and Snow White has been re-released to theaters many times. Yes. Would you like to hear all the years it's been re-released? Let's hear them. 1952. 1958, 1967, 1975, twice in the 80s, 1983 and 1987 and then again in 1993. So Gremlins came out in 84. Right? So it makes sense that they were watching Snow White in the theater, like on the big screen because I'm assuming they were filming in 83.
1: Perfect. So what does that mean for that- <laughs> our little uh issue there?
0: It means that I probably Actually did see Snow White in the theater.
1: You did. (laughs) And I probably did too.
0: Yes. Made me feel happy.
1: Yeah. Now you had to be, you had to be really little.
0: I mean, I would have been four. Yeah. And or eight.
1: I would have been six when it came out the first time Mm -hmm. for me.
0: Not in 87 because you were a man.
1: I was a man.
0: (laughs) Wait, no. Was it at 88 that you said you thought you were a man?
1: It was 88.
0: In our New Kids on the Block episode. Yes.
1: But I was very close.
0: That was the year of the man ring. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode, you're missing out just for that story alone.
1: I feel like I need to share a photo of the man ring.
0: You should. Do you have it?
1: Um, I feel like I do. It's on a key ring somewhere. I just have to. What? I got to track it down.
0: I've never seen it. I'm excited. <laughs> maybe I have seen it and just didn't know what it was. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it having like a dragon. And flames and- uh, No,
1: no, uh, it's it's gold, but it looks like it's a nugget of gold. It's like rough on the top. And then it's got a very small diamond in the middle. Oh, (laughs) fancy. Yes, (laughs) it is fancy. (laughs) He
0: looks so happy. It's so cute. All right, let's see this man ring. Whip it out. (laughs) Also, a quick reminder, we have been adding in- At the very end of episodes lately, outtakes.
1: Stingers.
0: Bloopers. Yes. And they're cracking us up. Even if no one else is listening to them, they're pretty funny.
1: They're some of my favorite parts of the episode. Yes. It's, it's really funny.
0: <laughs> and I mean, listen, it's, I wish we had been doing it all along because it's causing us to be even more vulnerable than we already are <laughs> and putting moments that we normally never would have shared with anyone. We definitely yeah. edit those things out. And now <laughs> when we mess up or something makes us laugh,
1: we know. It could be an outtake.
0: Yes. Like it doesn't really flow for the episode, but we'll throw it in at the end. And I get it. I listen to podcasts too. I don't always listen to the end, especially if I know that they're getting close and I hear that music playing. But I'm telling you that if you would like a little extra laugh, keep going to the end.
1: And I will say this is an idea you had from the very beginning. You wanted to do it in a different way that wouldn't really have worked, but you've been looking to get outtakes since before the first episode.
0: How did I want to do it? I don't remember.
1: You wanted us to just like keep funny bits from each episode somewhere, right? That I was getting rid of because, you know, we do destructive editing when we edit. But, you know, there was no real way to like keep them. And I didn't really know how to do it at that point. But you've climbed to the top of this mountain. You've conquered it as far as outtakes go.
0: Are you saying that we don't have like our raw episodes unedited? All of them? Yeah, like early days.
1: Mm, I feel like we have 98% of our episodes. I feel like it's just the first couple where we may not have the whole thing.
0: I'm just imagining how many outtakes we would have of us saying, Will you bring me my juicy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those do still exist. Because by the time we were saying that, I was keeping everything. Oh, if I
0: had time to just go through all of it. Oh, we'd have some really funny stuff.
1: We should do a Patreon outtakes only episode.
0: I thought about that.
1: So go check out the outtakes, and good luck finding them because we're not going to tell you where they're at.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? We already told them where they're at.
1: We told them they're at the end of the episode. Oh, just like we're which not telling episodes. which episodes.
0: Yes, I can say it started like.
1: It's very recent.
0: Yeah, probably the last four.
1: Oh, you're getting very specific. Episodes. Oh, my goodness. Well,
0: I'm just saying go back further than like two.
1: Well, Merry Christmas. Okay. Because she's giving you a gift that I was not going to give you.
0: <laughs> you're just playing games with them. <laughs> you're playing games with our friends. Stop it. Quit playing games with my heart. With my heart. my heart. It took a lot for me to play that clip right there. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're re-releasing an episode. Well, it was half of an episode. We've already re-released the first half, which was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Right. This part is a Christmas story.
1: So, this is obviously a movie that currently we will watch more than once a year in the Christmas season.
0: Yes, like you'll hear in the episode, this was my dad's favorite movie of all time. So once we lost him, it became even more special to me. Right. It's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. But it always makes me feel closer to him. So that's why I keep watching. As you probably know, a new movie has just come out on HBO Max. It's called A Christmas Story Christmas. And we did watch it. And we're going to talk about it at the end of this episode a little bit. A little bit. So stay tuned for that. And before we get into this, I just have to say, we talk about in our episode how the house is in Ohio, mm-hmm. Cleveland. And you mentioned, oh, we go through Ohio. When we go to New York, we should stop there next time. Yep. And we just went through Ohio to get to New York. And we did not even think about stopping.
1: I thought about it. But you did? Yes, I did. The problem is we have been breaking that trip up. Into yes. two sections, right. right? We were trying to get this done in one trip. True. So if we did that, we would not have because it was getting late. We'd been on the road for a long time.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, we should do it when we have planned to do it yes. and like build in a night where we sleep in Cleveland.
1: Right. Cause we know we can make it to Cleveland in one go if we leave early enough and we can get a hotel.
0: Yeah. Oh, you can actually stay there
1: at the so house. They like
0: rent out rooms, like an Airbnb situation. What? At least. I know that you used to be able to recently. Now, they did just put the house up for sale. (gasps) So I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Hopefully, like what I read, because I tried to look up how much it was going for. Yeah. That's not available. I think they're waiting to get an offer. Because the guy who bought it, bought it like, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. Right. For $150,000.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And now with the release of the new one.
0: Right, I mean, as if people didn't already love it. I can't believe it sold for that low of a price back then, but I can't imagine what it'll go for now. But I do think the the seller did say that they want to be careful with who they sell it to because they want someone to buy it that will be respectful of what it is. I think you also, when you buy it, you you get like the Bumpus's house and some other (laughs) property that they used. But anyway, I'm just saying.
1: We should have done it, but we will do it. I swear.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And maybe we should look into how much that house is.
1: All right. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) We're moving in. (laughs) You can then come see us as you go through the, as Pete would say, the museum. Museum. (laughs) (laughs) Museum.
1: (laughs) Shazam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I do make fun of Pete for how he says museum.
1: Well, listen. I've now recently heard quite a few people say it the exact same way, so I know I'm not the only one. I
0: know. It's just interesting because people that are in your family that were raised in the same location as you do not say it that way.
1: Right. But also, they don't say elementary, and I do, and-
0: That's not how you say it.
1: (laughs) Oh, the lemon tree? Uh,
0: You say elementary.
1: Elementary. Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) Cancel.
0: But I guess you don't anymore, so-
1: I can't ever remember how I say it because you pointed out.
0: (laughs) I did hear our sister-in-law say it that way the other day, but I didn't say anything. Oh, really? Well, not the other, when we were in New York. Hmm. So I was like, okay.
1: Yeah. He's not that much of a weirdo. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm sure they think I'm weird for saying elementary.
1: Lemon tree. (laughs) Well, we hope you enjoy this little episode of ours from early on in the show.
0: 2020.
1: 2020. See you in a minute.
0: All right, now we have a Christmas story.
1: It's time for it. Uh, the creme de la creme.
0: 1983, directed by Bob Clark. It's really a pretty simple story. It's it just an older version of our character, our main character, Ralphie, reminiscing about one particular Christmas in his life when he was nine years old and all he wanted was a Red Ryder BB gun. It's basically just that story from the moment that he sees it in the window. Until he finally gets it on Christmas morning.
1: It's true love when he sees it.
0: So it's based on Gene Shepard's stories in his 1966 book, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash, with some snippets from his 1971 book, Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories and Other Disasters, which sounds amazing.
1: It does. I feel like we need to read these books.
0: I know. So, things I didn't know: Gene Shepard actually is the narrator of the movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that either.
0: He also had a cameo in the film, right? We learned he's there with his family in line for Santa at Higby's a department store. He's the one that tells
1: Ralphie, "Hey, kid, the line starts here; it ends back there." Yeah, <laughs> and you just <laughs> it winds through the whole department store, and you're like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought that was pretty cool. Something that was we cool. learned. We just recently watched like this little mini documentary and then listened to the commentary of the movie, which was a lot of fun facts that we didn't know.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So there's a 2008 Blu ray that we got for $8. Mm-hmm. And it has the commentary track and a small 20 minute documentary, like you said. So if you look for that one, it's got all the good stuff on it. It's pretty sweet.
0: Don't expect the documentary to be well done. Like, documentaries are done nowadays
1: it's from 2003 (laughs) right so it (laughs) is from a different time that should be enough yeah it was good info though
0: yeah so it stars peter billingsley as ralphie parker you've got ian petrella as his brother randy melinda Dillon as mrs parker the mom darren mcgavin as the dad or the old man. Yep. Uh, Scott Schwartz as Flick. R.D. Rob as Schwartz. Schwartz. <laughs> That's kind of funny. You think Schwartz would play Schwartz? Yep. Uh, Zach Ward as Scut Farkas, which is so funny because it's always, I mean, it is Scott Farkas, but I looked it up and it's Scott Scut
1: Farkas. Wait, so what's his actual name?
0: Scott. They,
1: his but, real name is Scott, but they call him Scut. Yeah. I grew up with a Scut as my buddy.
0: Oh, that's right. I've yeah. heard you talk about him.
1: This is S-K-U-T-T, though. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. And then Teddy Moore as Miss Shields.
1: The teacher? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Which Peter said that he and all the buddies like had a crush on her.
1: Well, she's, she's a babe.
0: <laughs> so a little bit of it was filmed in Toronto, mm-hmm. but most of it was filmed in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. But the movie's actually meant to be set in Indiana, which I think is where...
1: Gene Shepard?
0: Yes. It's where Gene Shepard is from. His books are set in Indiana. Okay. And you can still go visit the house from the movie. Oh, you can? Yeah. My cousins went to go and they took pictures like with the leg lamp and-
1: Oh, nice. Take, like
0: tour the house and they have, you know, memorabilia there and stuff.
1: And that's in, in Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. So if we drive home ever- Yes. Or we when we drive little, back up to New York, we go through Cleveland or, you know, we pass by Cleveland. Yeah. Could have a, a small detour and go check it yeah, out. Yeah, we need
0: to do that yeah, that'd be cool.
1: I'd love to touch the leg lamp <laughs> yeah. if you can.
0: <laughs> Are you going to run your hand up it and be like, yeah, a statue.
1: Statue. <laughs> I will do that very thing.
0: <laughs> so I thought that a 24 hours of Christmas story was on my entire childhood like that. Yeah. But it didn't start until 1997. So that makes I was like sense. a junior in high school or senior in high school.
1: Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it, it, it took that long to take on, but I don't remember it until the early 2000s. So I missed it the first couple of years. And then I caught it in, you know, 2001, 2002. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch this for 24 hours. Leave it on.
0: I think because my parents played that movie on Christmas morning. That's why I just it felt like I it felt like it was already like yeah. it had already started because once that started, then we would still have it on Christmas morning.
1: Was it on DVD or VHS?
0: Oh, VHS.
1: VHS. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun thought, though, to think like every time it stopped, they'd have to go rewind it yeah. and then hit play again.
0: Well, I don't know if we played it back to back.
1: You played it on repeat. I just mean
0: that it was it's on. a better thought. Okay. All right. So, my favorite parts. <laughs> Swimming in the Pacific Ocean specific over here. ocean. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite parts. Number one, when they're looking at the window display at at the beginning at Higbee's, at all the toys, and the kids are just like noses pressed against the windows. Right. You know, I don't know. They're so excited about what they see. It's like our version growing up of looking at our JCPenney's and Toys R Us catalogs or commercials.
1: I would see it in. The mall.
0: Well, yeah. Like I'm not saying toy that stores. we didn't have that, but I'm saying that I feel like that's all they had. Aside from like maybe some ads in the newspaper, yeah. I don't feel like they had...
1: They didn't have a JC Penney's catalog. Yeah, I think you're right, but I can definitely relate to how they felt cuz you'd like walk by. I don't remember what the toy stores were. I mean, yeah. I know that there's Toys R Us. I'm saying like in the mall. Yeah, there had you would there were some the toy stores displays, be like, "Wow, sure. look at that train." Or, yes. "Oh my gosh, look at Robbie the robot." You know, I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, I want that so bad." Well, look at just... that Pogo stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of driving around with my family. We would go to downtown Chattanooga and look at the Christmas window displays Yeah, and and also like drive around different neighborhoods and looking at the Christmas lights. I remember like silver bells playing on the radio, Yeah, you know, just having a good old time chit chatting and just a good family time before Christmas.
1: Would any of the towns either that you lived in or that you drove through, would any of the towns decorate like the main thoroughfare or the town square or anything like that?
0: Well, I didn't really have that. I mean, I assume like
1: like Ringgold.
0: I'm sure downtown Ringgold. We, we didn't go to that. <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. <laughs> I mean, we went to downtown Chattanooga, where yes, they it did, was decorated, they decorated there. Yeah. Okay,
1: because like even we my didn't little
0: have that small town thing.
1: Even my little small town would be decorated too.
0: Right. We just didn't go over there. Really, I don't oh, okay. remember.
1: We couldn't avoid it.
0: Yeah, like we didn't live like right smack in the middle of it. Okay. I bet yours is super cute, though.
1: It was very cute. <laughs> very cute.
0: So cute. Number two, the Santa visit. Yes. Even though it made me feel super uncomfortable and scared. The characters walking around at the Christmas (laughs) parade beforehand and in the department store from Wizard of Oz, Mickey Mouse, all of that. Like those characters remind me of being in Times Square or on Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) And it just gives me the creeps. (laughs) And it just, you know, as a kid, I was just like, this is not right. (laughs) Like it just felt Everything felt off because then you have the elves that are mean, the Santa that's mean.
1: Everybody's mean. Yeah. You know, what's funny, though, is you you informed me of this, that the time frame this is set in is like 1939. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. I always thought it was in the 50s. 30s, early 40s. Yeah. I always thought it was in the 50s. So I was like, why is the Wizard of Oz, why is the evil witch rolling around? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think that came out in like 38 or something like that. Yeah. So it was timely. It was timely.
0: And they had said, the director was talking about that on the commentary. They knew they could use Wizard of Oz because they were also an MGM film. Yes. And also, like when they send everybody down the slide, yeah. I mean, it's such a weird scene. Like all the kids are all screaming bloody murder. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's just well, they're so excited to go up there. I right. think I think they're excited to go up there. And you talk about stage fright once you're there. Uh, I don't
0: remember that. I mean, I know you said that you never really went to go see Santa. Because I don't recall you don't have any pictures of yourself yeah. with
1: Santa. I don't recall going to see Santa like that.
0: I have pictures with him almost every year of my childhood, yeah. and I don't remember. I mean, I have the one photo. Where's the one
1: where you look like one of these I kids? I was
0: terrified. But yes. I was also like one <laughs> year old. Like, I just turned one, you know? <laughs> Later on, I'm happy as pie, but if right. you look at the Santa in my photo, he looks like he's saying, get her off my lap. Get her off my lap. <laughs> She's what? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what he looks like, so yeah. I don't blame little me for being freaked out. Right. But... I don't remember people screaming and stuff. Like I know there are some kids that have fears of like characters, you know, like they don't want to go to Disney and see like a big yeah. goofy or Winnie the Pooh or you know, something like that. It freaks them out. But like you I don't f- remember kids screaming bloody murder.
1: Yeah, maybe not. But also do you remember like Santa being on top of a mountain with a gigantic slide? True.
0: It's very interesting. That's intimidating. probably scary. Yeah. And then you got these elves dragging you around and being like, get, get, go it, go also, I have a really great video of Pete here doing the get going impersonation, and I'm going to post it. Because- There's a lot of kids in line, so get <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the best little face. So great. But I also always felt like the stuff that they go into at the end of the slide. Yeah, it catches him
1: at the bottom of the slide, right? Yeah,
0: like in my mind, I think as a child, I always thought that it was like cream. I thought
1: it was water. <laughs> so Yeah, I thought it was some kind like of liquid. Cream or, I was like, why are they bouncing around?
0: Yeah, but or it like was just flowing. like cotton. It w- or,
1: was it? I know, mean, like, I think it looked like a waterbed or something that they were like landing into. I don't know what it was.
0: I mean, the white stuff is fluffy. It is. But
1: you see like the surface that they hit kind of like moves around. It
0: might, it might be. It's got to be. Like it's a waterbed. <laughs> He's decided. <laughs>
1: it's decided. But
0: what we did learn was that on their breaks and stuff that the kids were going down that slide like crazy.
1: Yeah, but like Randy yeah. was actually scared said of it.
0: His tears were legit. Yes. Because if he didn't practice going down. He didn't play. They saved it for the actual shot. And so he was truly freaked out.
1: Yeah. And like afterwards, when you see the mom comforting him. (laughs) um, He he
0: wasn't over it.
1: Yeah. He's like, oh, he was shook at that point. So he's like, actually, or she's actually comforting him at that point, which is great. Poor little guy.
0: (laughs) And then number three has to be the end of the movie. That final, or I guess those final two scenes where the mom turns out the lights and she and the dad are just. I think I've already talked about this in a previous episode, but they're just sitting there by the tree with the lights and looking out the window at the snow and they just, they're very subtly touching each other and rubbing each other's backs and shoulders and yeah. just being cute and intimate. And I think they said, you know, that's pretty much the only scene in the whole movie where there's not a kid in it. At least that's what Peter Billingsley said in the yeah. do- documentary. But I haven't fact checked that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's just so magical and I think that I can't remember what song is playing then. But you know, like they show the outside shot of the house too, and then it goes up to the bedroom. You can Where see out the
1: window. You can
0: see out the window that boys are, you know, Randy's asleep and Ralphie is just sitting there snuggling yeah. his Red Rider BB gun and then it's playing We Wish You a Merry Christmas.
1: Like your Christmas was an absolute utter success. Yeah. You got what it was that you wanted.
0: And that was the whole point of the movie was right. him getting that gun for Christmas yeah. and that's what it ends on.
1: And it's funny, like the, uh, Peter Billingsley brings up the point that the only person he didn't ask... For that present. Is yeah. the one who got him that present. Yeah. His dad. He yeah. never asked his dad for it. He asked it. his
0: mom. His, he talked about it in class with his teacher. He asked yeah. Santa.
1: Yep. The real his hero. His
0: paying attention.
1: Was his dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. His dad knew.
0: And I love it because the mom like gives him a look. And he's like, I had one when I was a kid. Oh, it's
1: fine. <laughs> Give him that RC card. I
0: love that too. When you see the rough exterior of the dad character. You see the soft side. Yeah.
1: He just you loves know. his kids.
0: Yeah. But that's... Just all so it's just wrapped up in a nice little cozy, warm, magical Christmas bow.
1: It feels like Christmas to me. Or honestly, it feels like Christmas Eve to me. Yeah. A lot of times, like that—that's what like Christmas Eve would look like mm-hmm. without the celebratory gift yeah. sitting in my arm or arms. But yeah, that's a magical feeling when they're sitting there or when they're laying there at the end.
0: I just think you can't watch that without feeling like like there's just yeah. this feeling bubbling in your chest. Like, just I just like, love Christmas oh, right now. So great.
1: <laughs> now, for me, my favorite parts outside of the ones that you mentioned. Yeah, uh, I love. The tongue stuck to the pole part.
0: Stuck,
1: a duck, <laughs> duck.
0: I think we quote that like at <laughs> anytime
1: least, we say the word stuck,
0: we say duck,
1: <laughs> duck.
0: At least once a week, probably.
1: <laughs> now I've actually put that to the test. Even though what you saw on screen, we found out today. Yeah, was they cut a hole in the pipe and they had uh, air compressor sucking air in. So it was just a, like a vacuum cleaner pulling air in and that's how his, his tongue would stick to it. So it
0: wasn't actually stuck. It, it was just, it was like suctioning his yes. tongue to the hole and they had it in the shot just right so at the right angle. you couldn't see yep. the hole. What I loved was how Peter Billingsley said that they all tried they it left, out.
1: Yeah, they they all tried it out. <laughs> and one time they even left the kid.
0: Oh yeah, they were going on their lunch break. <laughs> and so him. he was just like, wait, 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 just like you see in the movie. <laughs> exactly.
1: But I, I tried that out in a freezer once.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And luckily I was near some not frozen liquid because my tongue, if you think of like not our freezer, but like an old school freezer had like those metal uh, things on the door that would keep, you know, it was the yeah, shelf yeah. guards, right? I stuck my tongue to one of them once <laughs> just to be like, huh, yeah, I saw this in Christmas Story. Let me give it a shot. It stuck to it.
0: I wonder how many people in the world have done that because they saw it in a Christmas yeah, story.
1: Yeah, I, I started freaking out. My tongue was absolutely, utterly glued <laughs> to this thing where I was just like, I'm going to be like Flick. I, I don't know how I'm going to get my tongue off here. <laughs> Luckily, there was some other liquid around that I started pouring on my tongue as I pulled it away. Ugh. I improvised, which I'm good at, but I uh, <laughs> improvised myself out of that... <laughs> Stuck tongue freezer, but it duck for <laughs> sure. But I, I love that scene. It always cracks me up. It, it's my favorite for sure.
0: I think I've only experienced my tongue getting stuck to an ice cube, but I've never like purposefully. Yeah. Done that. It's
1: the same and thing. except that alone except hurt. It's, right. I also love that feel of the elementary classroom. The what? Uh Wait, how do you say it? <laughs>
0: I say elementary.
1: Yeah, that's wrong. Say it my way.
0: Elementary.
1: Elementary. <laughs> the elementary classroom.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Just how it all feels with the kids there in their their rows and their desks, yeah. the teacher doing her thing. All of that really brings back the feeling of the last time I was in public school in, in that grade level. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my public school felt a lot like that. So that, that brings up a lot of feels for me and I, I really like it. Lastly, <laughs> the, the, the kid in line was with Ralphie in the mall, and he's like, I like Santa. <laughs>
0: with his goggles? <laughs> with his goggles. Oh, my gosh.
1: And he's like, I like the Tin Man. <laughs> I love that kid. And it's like, I'm like, wow, this kid's like a really good actor. I know. We find out today, they just find this kid randomly and stick him in line because-
0: Well, the director no said shit. he saw him doing that. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, this will Get be perfect. Get
1: that kid. And Peter Billingsley is like, yeah, that kid really creeped me out. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I know he did. Or the director's like, yeah, I know he did. That's why we put him there. And we're just like, yeah, just, uh, just go with it. Just like, tell it him, even, just
0: get him, to, get him to leave you alone. Get
1: him to like, leave you alone. He's like, a- <laughs> I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I love that kid. I like Santa.
0: I loved it because yeah, like and you could tell Peter was trying to be nice, but he was he was like, Yeah, he was interesting.
1: Yeah, because it's like <laughs> this dude could be watching this right now thinking, oh, there's my best friend Peter Billingsley <laughs> from when we shot a Christmas story. <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> But I loved knowing that it was improvised, which we found out that a lot of the stuff that the kids did was improvised.
1: Yeah, when they're like walking outside, like messing around with each other and um, Randy is chasing them, Mm -hmm. but they're they're talking. A lot of that stuff was just improvised, which is great. Peter Billingsley was saying like when he gets hit in the face with that snowball.
0: Those tears are real.
1: Those tears, like he was really upset. I guarantee you it's just like, okay, let's do it again, Peter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like take number eight and He's just getting pummeled in the face <laughs> with snowballs, which is not a good time. No, so
0: and that, the other thing that they said that was definitely not acting was his reaction to having to put on the bunny suit in yeah. front of the whole casting and crew and everything. Yeah, he, he just said, felt, he's felt he's like, really For a uncomfortable. Year old kid, he's like, I just felt really, just it was awful. Yeah. I just wanted to take it off,
1: and he still has it. He said.
0: That's right. He He's said it's got in bunny mom's suit. attic.
1: Yeah. Well, this was 2003.
0: Yeah, who knows, but...
1: He better still have it.
0: Oh, there's no way they... It, if they got rid of it, it had to have been like for charity or something. Yeah, but
1: absolutely. I don't
0: think he would have but, gotten yeah. rid of it. Just a few other fun facts. All the snow when they were filming in Cleveland was fake. Yeah. Because there was no snow and they were using detergent.
1: Detergent flakes.
0: So they were saying when you were like... Running through, you know, it looked real on film, but they could see, like, bubbles and stuff. (laughs) it was crazy. I thought that was funny. Yep. And then with the leg lamp, the kids hadn't seen it until they were rolling on it. Yeah. And so that... Initial reaction where Ralphie is running his hand up the leg yep. was legit. She like was like, "Whoa,
1: it's like, <laughs> sexy."
0: <laughs> so the director Bob Clark actually has a cameo as well. So he when does. They, when the dad goes outside and he's like, oh, "You should look at him it's from a, out what here." What is it? It's a major war. <laughs> and the neighbor comes up and they're talking. That neighbor whose character's name is S- Swede.
1: Swede with a southern accent.
0: With a Southern accent, (laughs) is Bob Clark, the director. Yeah. I did find out that the bar of soap that the mom puts in Ralphie's mouth is just a bar of wax. (laughs) I wonder if it still tastes
1: bad, though. He didn't
0: have real... No, he said it was fine and it was fun to chew on, he said. okay, okay. (laughs) Or nice to chew on. The other thing that I just thought was funny was listening to all of the kids, which, I mean, in this, they were, you know, in their 20s or 30s, talk about how they were all staying in a hotel, in the same hotel, and just all the pranks that they were playing on everybody they were doing the throwing water throwing balloons, water
1: balloons <laughs> off the 14th floor of a hotel
0: and the guy who played scott farkas who was older than them i guess thought they were just being dumb or whatever and like hit peter in the back of the head at one point and knocked his forehead into the glass window <laughs> <laughs> but i guess he also got them into a lot of trouble
1: he's the older, because he was older, older bad kid them. yeah Look at him. <laughs> but
0: they were doing the, you know, calling room service to different directors and producers rooms and getting like early wake up calls to people. Yeah, so then they'd the they go the knock on the door did. and be like, housekeeping. Oh, yeah. They did the housekeeping <laughs> yeah. and ran away. Yeah. Those were all just funny little tidbits.
1: So thinking about just special Christmas memories that you have, what sticks out Christmas wise to you?
0: I've been thinking about this over the past couple of weeks because we've been talking about Christmas so much, but... I love this memory that I have of the year that my dad and two of my uncles all got remote control boats. Yeah. And it was for it because we all have places at the lake. You know, Richie McRetchington's <laughs> just getting.
1: <kidding>. Wisley. <Whistling.
0: laughs> um and so I think that's where they the intent was to do it there, which is why they asked for them or why their wives got it for them. Right. But They were so excited about these things that they all came over to my parents' house, which never happened on Christmas night. And they were out on the cover of my parents' swimming pool because there was, like, a decent amount of water on top of the cover. Right. And they were playing with the boats. On the cover of the pool? On the, pool? the cover.
1: <laughs> they just couldn't wait.
0: I love that memory. That's I know awesome. there's a picture of that somewhere, but I think it's at my mom's house. But I just love that. They were all such good friends.
1: That is amazing.
0: And then, of course, I think I talked before about how right. my dad would read the Christmas story from the Bible. That was kind of later on in life. Right. But when I was a kid, my sister and I always slept together in my sister's bed on Christmas Eve.
1: Oh, that is sweet.
0: And... My dad would come in as we were like tucked in our beds and he would read Twas the Night Before Christmas to us. Oh. I loved it.
1: Was that. it out of like a big book? Like I'm picturing like this big, like magical book. No,
0: it was just like one of those little, I feel like, you know, those golden books. that uh, have a- yeah. Yeah. Thing on the binder. Yep. I feel like it was one of those. And okay. Just like a beat up book.
1: Still is magical.
0: It was magical.
1: Yeah. For me, it's more so like just the carnage. of
0: <laughs> Carnage. All,
1: all of my family opening their gifts. Like it was so amazing as you're tearing through your pile of gifts. Uh-huh. Uh, and, every, and you're, like, checking out, like, oh, what's Mandy getting? What's Tori uh, getting? See, we
0: all did it. We just did it <coughs> one at a time. Like, each gift, everybody would take turns, and we would watch yeah. everybody open one gift. But we didn't have as big of a family.
1: Right. Like, yeah, if you waited on ours, mm. you'd, you'd be waiting for a while. Yeah. But to see what everybody else was getting was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, of course, to get your own thing. Mm-hmm. But there was just so much going on all at once. It was it was a lot of fun. And then just, like, the, the aftermath of it, where... It was like a literal sea of wrapping paper because yeah. it's all expanded at that point. It's right. just like it's three feet tall <laughs> across, you know, two rooms. Yeah, it was so amazing. So I mean, that that's like a fun memory. Thinking back to all that, and then I would just be so excited to get my toys and to go upstairs and to play with them all for the first time. Yeah, I, that was I, so fun. I, I just remember that thought, you know, specifically like I got the B wing uh, in Star Wars, and mm-hmm. I, I got a bunch of figures and stuff like. that. That. And I can still remember like that Christmas in particular. I went up there, I opened them all, I was putting the B Wing together, I'm putting the stickers on it, I'm opening up all the figurines and stuff and getting their weapons in their hands, like all that kind of stuff. So it's just, you know, special memories like that of a, this like five to six year period where those types of gifts really were monumental. You know, they meant so much at that time, it was, it was really good.
0: Right. I was trying to think earlier about specific gifts that I remember getting. I just remember like the the big ones, you know, getting my first television, getting um, like a boom box. Yeah. And then I, and then later on, like a whole like stereo system, getting a bicycle. There were certain like dolls and stuff that I wanted that I was really excited to get. And I'm trying to think, too, because we talked about this in A Christmas Story. Ralphie thinks that he's opened all of his gifts and right. his dad is. Did like, you have
1: any Christmas Story gifts? Like that,
0: right? Where his dad is like, "Did you get everything you want?" And he's yeah. like, oh, "Almost, almost." And then his dad's like, "Oh, why don't? You, what's that over there?" You know, and you well, get that gift that you didn't know, you didn't think you were getting, because you thought you were yeah. done. Yeah, I did get a few of those, and right now I can't remember which ones those specifically were. I'll give my it mom to my loved parents. doing that.
1: Well, I'll give it to my parents. I only have one that I can really remember like that, uh-huh. but. It was in like 1985. Uh-huh. So yeah, I don't think they would have seen this movie by then because mm-hmm. they pulled the straight okey doke on me <laughs> where I got a lot of stuff for that, you know, that Christmas, but a lot of little stuff where yeah. I, I was actually a little disappointed at that age, you know, that maybe I'm a little spoiled brat. I don't know, but just like, ah, <laughs> uh, because I really wanted the Sega Master System. Oh, uh-huh. I was a bit different at that point. Everybody else was getting the Nintendo yeah. When the Nintendo first came out. Uh-huh. But I had to that be was different. That
0: was Christmas gift I was excited about. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, it's okay. I had to be different for some reason. I should have just gotten the Nintendo because then I could have traded and borrowed games with all of my friends. Right. <laughs> Instead, I was different. I wanted the Sega Master System because according to the magazines that I read, which I think were from Sega, it had the better graphics (laughs) at the time.
0: (laughs) That is so you. (laughs) That is
1: so me. So, I really wanted that Sega Master System. (laughs) I love that. So, we go through... All of Christmas, I get a lot of small gifts, probably some socks and some underwear, some figurines, not a lot of stuff. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a good Christmas. And they actually waited a good little bit afterwards. And then they had me go upstairs. I can't remember the exact reason. My sister will have to tell me how, but somehow they got me to go up into their bedroom, which is on the third story of Uh, the house. Yeah. They get me to go up there and then it's like the magic music is playing Uh. and there is my Sega Master System system with its light gun, with its controllers, with its hang on and its safari, I think.
0: Did they follow you up there? I'm surprised they wouldn't have wanted to see your reaction. Oh,
1: yes. They absolutely followed me up there. But I go up there and it it became instantaneously the best Christmas (laughs) ever. I played the crap out of that thing and I had so much fun. It was absolutely worth the decision. It's better than the Nintendo still to this day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never played this one, But yeah, those were always the best. I remember, like, I don't remember what they were, but I remember one time something was behind the couch. Another Ooh. time something was in the basement. Oh, wow. Like our playroom yeah. that I had to go get. And those were always, it was just that moment when you were like, oh,
1: Whoa. something else. Yep.
0: So exciting. Okay, so... Toys this week, or nostalgic items that we have procured. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's the Holiday Huggable Muppet Babies from McDonald's. It's Kermit, Piggy, and Fozzie. They're wearing cute holiday outfits. They're adorable. It's listed as 87, but also 88. So I'm not sure when they actually came out. But I guess you just had to pay like a little bit extra. It didn't come like in a Happy Meal. Okay. You had to pay a little extra with your meal. And they said it would go to the Ronald McDonald's Children's Charities or the Ronald McDonald House. I just knew I had them because I loved the Muppet Babies. And I was so excited uh, when I found them on eBay. They're very cute. (laughs) They're super cute.
1: (laughs) For me, this was a recent birthday gift.
0: That's right.
1: From my one and only love. (laughs) <laughs> it is the empire strikes back glasses and not glasses like you put on your face cups but <laughs> the, made out of glass the
0: drinking glasses
1: drinking glasses it's empire strikes back set from burger king yeah well nearly the set it's i
0: know i only got three i know there are more but these were in great condition she
1: went for the quality which i, I appreciate did. these look like you just rolled up into burger king mm-hmm. and they handed you these out the window Like they are straight
0: out of 1980,
1: straight out of 1980. There's the Darth Vader glass, which also has, funnily enough, Bubba Fett (laughs) on there as well. So it's like the bad guy glass, which is my favorite. Of course, you also have the Lando Calrissian glass, which has Leia and Han on it. And then there's uh, the 3PO and R2D2 glass, which is super awesome as well. But they are in fantastic condition. And I can't wait to drink some chocolate milk out of them (laughs)
0: because I will. I was very excited to give those to you. I've had them for quite a while.
1: I was super excited to open them. They were amazing. (laughs) I didn't know what they were. I was like, I feel like these are glasses, but I don't know what these are going to be. And I was pleasantly surprised that they were some sweet Your face looked
0: like you were genuinely excited.
1: That was a real face.
0: (laughs) Okay. See, that one we did a little better with fun facts. Yes. Because we watched that documentary. Right. Or as you might say, documentary. (laughs) <laughs> nice no
1: i say documentary that's how i say that word
0: then why don't you say elementary
1: elementary that's <laughs> how it's pronounced my dear in the king's english
0: oh okay anyway i feel like we were starting to get into a little more of a groove by the end of that episode
1: <laughs> i wonder if that's where it started to change like when did we start researching things
0: that <laughs> was like oh it'd be cool if we could find out some fun things about this movie
1: yeah let's do a little bit of research
0: <laughs> also we shared a lot of fun christmas memories in this episode yeah i love like that memory of my dad and my uncles playing with the remote control boats on yeah. top of the pool cover is right. one of my favorites and i have since found those pictures mm-hmm. i've shared them on instagram it's been a while but that's always fun to hear
1: it is and then you talk about your Night Before Christmas book that your dad would read.
0: Yes. And I think in the episode, you ask if it was the big one or if it was just a regular size one. Mm-hmm. I actually found a picture where I had one of those giant coloring books yes. that he read to us from. And it was huge.
1: I love that. It wasn't
0: that every year, but right. there was a particular year that he read from that. And I loved finding those pictures too. Yeah. Also, it's fun listening to this because you talk about the Mm B-Wing, and little did you know that for Christmas that year, you were going to get a B-Wing. What did I get? I got the (laughs) B-Wing.
1: Me and McNair had a lot of fun checking that thing out. I love that toy.
0: I loved seeing your face when you opened it up. (laughs) Okay. Now, we are doing a full episode about A Christmas Story Christmas. Right. On our Patreon.
1: On the Patreon.
0: So, you know, if you would like to hear it, you can come over there, patreon.com slash we don't wanna grow up. But we did have to say that we really loved it.
1: Yes. I was pleasantly surprised. I remember I was in the car headed back from Louisville, and it had come out that day. And I couldn't wait to hear what the Rotten Tomatoes score on it was, just to see if it was any good. And it it got like a seventy something. So I was like, yes, it's good. All right. <laughs> I was very excited. And it did not disappoint.
0: It didn't. And as I talked about before, the original makes me emotional because of my dad. I was really emotional seeing even just the 32nd trailer for this movie, because all I could think about was how much I just wanted to tell my dad. Right. I was like sitting behind you while you were working, sobbing. I mean, I was at my desk as well working, and but I saw the trailer and I was Like, ugly crying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't actually expecting it to hit me like that, but it did. So I kind of went into this prepared to be emotional, and I was.
1: You were. It, It got to you a few times. Yes. And it's very sweet. It's funny. It's well done.
0: Heartwarming.
1: Absolutely heartwarming.
0: So definitely, if you have HBO Max, check it out because it's worth it. Absolutely. You know, just like anyone else, this is a classic... It's scary when they want to do a sequel or a remake or a reboot or anything Mm -hmm. with something that you love so much. I know people get really upset when they want to revisit movies that were so important to us. Right. But this one was the first one that Peter was involved in. But if Peter hadn't been involved in this, I wouldn't have been.
1: No, same here.
0: Down for it.
1: Right. Like I haven't watched the ones that have come out.
0: Yeah. Right. The
1: sequels and all of that. Yes. Because he wasn't in them.
0: Yeah. I just I felt safe because I just knew that he wouldn't be a part of it if it wasn't going to be special.
1: Right. And it is special. So, you know, go check it out if you get a chance.
0: Yep. And if you want to hear us talk about it in depth, come over to Patreon.
1: See you there soon.
0: If you love the podcast and you want to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram at we don't want to grow up pod. You can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok at we don't want to grow up.
1: We've got our Facebook group, the cozy club fans of we don't want to grow up.
0: Bye. Bye.